Water laps away at some steps, a stone's throw away from the Piazza San Marco in Venice. My name's John Beecham, and it's here where I'm taking part in the European Cultural Heritage Summit hosted by Europa Nostra. Along with my guests, I am exploring the past, present and future of this pan-European heritage federation as it enters its seventh decade. Europa Nostra at 60. Episode 3. The Future. Europa Nostra is the European voice of civil society committed to safeguarding and promoting cultural and natural heritage. People and their role in this whole process have been the key element of Europa Nostra's mission since its early days, and it will undoubtedly grow and expand in the upcoming years. Our heritage, our history, our legacy, and our future. After all, it is up to us what the future will be like, and Europa Nostra, as the organization listening and giving voice to heritage organizations and individuals in over 40 European countries, is undoubtedly an important actor which is taking action for a greener, more inclusive, more sustainable and more responsible environment. Jimmy Jamar is the head of the Brussels office of Europa Nostra. He sums up the place of the organization in the European context. Our ambition, I mean, as a civil society organization, is to be where the things are happening and to be in the middle of these priorities. And we can bring solutions. And that's what I think the institutions are uh, realizing. And that's why, I mean, we have developed, I would say, this very interesting relationship with them based on we have to be on our side extremely professional, of course, but it must be a sort of confidence relationship. And that's, I think, what we have achieved, and this is where we have to, I would say, keep up this sort of uh, dynamics. As a means of taking greater responsibility of European heritage and civil society organizations in the heritage field, Europa Nostra decided to establish regional centers in European cities to be closer to the people and have a better understanding of heritage issues in these strategic European regions. Europa Nostra hubs were established in Krakow and Athens in 2022. The process of establishing a hub in Nicosia has also commenced, marked by the signing of a Memorandum of Understanding in October 2023. Other cities, such as Lisbon and Venice, have already expressed the will to establish an Europa Nostra hub, so in the coming years, more regional centres will operate across Europe. Lydia Karas, who manages the Europa Nostra Heritage Hub in Athens, sheds light on the beginning of their hub. We were very um, happy that one day we were called by Europa Nostra asking us if our organisation would be willing to be um, the hub, to be running the hub um, in Athens for the Balkans and Eastern Mediterranean. And we had a long discussion realising that it was uh, a big responsibility, but then unanimously we decided, yes, we want to do that because we have many projects in Eliniketeria which are relevant to our many neighbours who don't have so much experience in this, particularly in the Balkans and in Turkey and also in the Caucasus. 
and uh, we are discussing with them ideas of which, what interests them and what should we do for them all together and so we can exchange and work together for this. I think it's very important that uh, that Western Europe and Brussels and The Hague realize that not, not everything can be done from them. It's much better to do local hubs uh, on either regional or on issues that can uh, gather people together. And already we have made a lot of contact with all these neighbors and there's a huge enthusiasm so much we don't know what to do with it <laughs> more cities have already expressed the will to establish an Europa Nostra hub so in the coming years more regional centers will be operational across Europe Europa Nostra continues to collaborate with the European Commission on putting greater emphasis on heritage in its various contexts. Since 2002, the European Commission, jointly with Europa Nostra, has continued to present awards for best practices in the area of heritage and to outstanding personalities working for the benefit of heritage. Jimmy Jamar gives an insight on this collaboration. was working in the European Commission and I worked in the Department of Education and Culture, these institutions were very much functioning, I would say, on a silo basis. And culture and uh, European and, and cultural heritage were considered as, I would say, um, a sector of one of the departments. And when I joined, I mean, we started noticing something that's interesting and we pushed very much on that and I tried to help in that direction. It was to say, well, we are not a sector of a uh, heritage, when you think of it, is, is much more than that. Heritage is connected to all of the uh, current priorities of the European Union. So that's what, I mean, our main claim and our main issue with the European institutions and beyond, in fact, is to uh, put uh, heritage where it actually belongs. Working together with the EC and a variety of other partners, Europa Nostra concentrates on the key issues which are present in the current global discourse, including climate change, digital transformation, social inclusion and well-being. These keywords are at the core of a number of Europa Nostra's activities, ranging from communication and awareness-raising activities through to lobbying and bringing know-how and material help where it is most needed. Jimmy Jamar comments. We developed in the past years a very strong focus on climate change. Now, climate change linking, I would say, the effects of climate change on heritage. And these are numerous because it's not only, I would say, on heritage sites. It's the forests, uh, the issue of, uh, of, of, of the coastlines, the preservation of these things. All of these things are disappearing. And all of these things have an impact, of course, not only on the environment, but also on the heritage as such. And so we're going to continue that, of course, because this is there to stay. During the COVID, we had, of course, the whole debate around uh, the digital revolution. But not only that, what came up very strongly, that was interesting, during the COVID, was uh, the connection that people were making around the issue of well-being and social inclusion. And we hooked on immediately onto that, because there is undeniably a link between 
I would say cultural heritage as such, which is, uh, has its you know, soothing elements, and the link with uh, the well-being, but also social inclusion, which is becoming more and more, I would say, important also with the migration wave in, in Europe. Europa Nostra embraces an agenda of topical issues which will undoubtedly have an immense impact on Europe and the world tomorrow. Over-tourism is one such issue, and it is not without reason that the European Cultural Heritage Summit in 2023 took place in Venice, a city threatened both by the element of water and massive tourist traffic, which is difficult to reconcile with the needs of the city's permanent residents. Another major topic is the link between cultural heritage and the international environment. Jimmy Jamar comments on Europa Nostra's responsibility in this matter. The international environment puts on the table the, the, the war in Ukraine and so on, puts on the table the whole issue of international cultural relations. That's going to be very important in the future because we are moving into a more geopolitical world, a more dangerous world where all of these uh, issues, uh, how to prevent, if there are in case of conflict, how to prevent conflicts. If there is a conflict, how to prevent the damages to the cultural heritage. If there are damages, how do you rebuild these? So that's very important. The next years will see a growing importance of the European Heritage Awards, Europa Nostra Awards, which put remarkable projects realized across Europe in the spotlight, as well as of the seven most endangered program which we heard about in episode one, and which identifies endangered monuments and sites in Europe, as well as mobilizes public and private partners on a local, national and European level to find a viable future for those sites. Senada Demirovic Habibia, president of the IDEA Mostar, an association that nominated the Partisan Memorial Cemetery in Mostar to the seven most endangered program in 2023, comments on the importance of both Europa Nostra programs. inspired by seeing during the Excellence Day uh, all those great projects uh, on uh, different scales and levels uh, and uh, I can recognize uh, seeing some of the examples what are the possibility for many projects, ambience uh, and values in Bosnia and Herzegovina where Europa Nostra definitely can be of a great help. I think that also this with the partisan memorial and urban house idea from Mostar that I represent actually here and I'm a president of who nominated the site can learn a lot from Europa Nostra and with the help of the experts through the project of partisan memorial cemetery make the steps for other projects that are also waiting, really, eagerly waiting uh, for some new concepts, I would also say. I think it's not only about restoration or bringing something back as it was, for the new generation of people and for the continuity of a space and architecture and generally of the values that we inherit. It is uh, important really to somehow involve more of Europa Nostra at uh, Mostar, Bosnia and Herzegovina, but Balkan in general. 
Mostar definitely in that sense has a lot to offer. Not only the bridge, although we are so proud of a bridge because bridge is within our name, of course, and people are coming to see the bridge. But the bridge itself also can be a great symbol as it uh, raised from the ashes as a phoenix after a horrible war that happened in Bosnia. But then people came together and said, yes, we want and we can. So if we could with the bridge, I'm sure that since the bridge has such a symbolism in Mostar and generally always bridging, bridging something, overcoming something, definitely it can be uh, also kind of a heritage that Mostar can offer to the rest of Europe. Europa Nostra sees its important role in supporting heritage, civil society organizations and individuals in countries in crisis. Natalia Musienko, vice president of Europa Nostra, based in Kyiv, emphasizes the presence and assistance of the organization in Ukraine throughout the war with Russia. I have become... Um a member of council when the war started in 14. And I remember my first uh, council meeting that I attended uh, and uh, the council meeting started with the declaration against the war. So Europa Nostra was uh, always uh, uh, presented in this anti-war position and uh, supporting Ukraine. And Europa Nostra is regarded as a friend and the most important, not bureaucratic friend, that you will not wait uh, for years in the Europa Nostra lobby to decide something, to take, uh, to have a help. You would not wait uh, for years to have a call from the Secretary General of Europa Nostra, Snezhka, who is every time, every minute from the beginning of this terrible war is online, a alikut for Ukraine and Europa Nostra is doing a lot of things for helping Ukraine. A major project of Europa Nostra, initiated in May 2023, the European Heritage Hub, co-funded by the European Union, gathers 21 partners from all over Europe and also marks a special presence in Ukraine, bringing financial support, raising international awareness of Ukrainian heritage and developing the know-how of Ukrainian heritage professionals. This complex project is a milestone for Europa Nostra in addressing key messages regarding the value of heritage and a holistic approach towards heritage not only in Europe, but also through far-reaching global partnerships. Andrew Potts, Heritage and Climate Action Advisor at Europa Nostra speaks about the idea of this project. The European Heritage Hub is a pilot project of the EU looking at better organizing efforts across the cultural heritage community in Europe with a focus on the transformation of Europe occurring because of climate change, because of digital revolution and because of social changes like migration. So looking at green transformation, digital transformation, and social transformation, each and then together. So collectively, we call this triple transformation. And the hub starts with the idea that all three of these transformations, green, social, and digital, have important 
culture and heritage components, that cultural heritage is a guide to how communities change, how they transform. It's a barrier, it's a driver, it intersects with it in all sorts of different ways. Europa Nostra safeguards the value of heritage, which is the foundation of European identity. Jimmy Jamar. We are again faced with a wave of uh, populist parties and so on, which, including in Europe, are threatening, I would say, some of these fundamental values on which the whole European project is based. Democracy, uh, solidarity, the rule of law, human rights. And you see that actually cultural heritage is, in one way, what brings people together. And if the European project for it to continue in the future, it will need, I would say, the support of the citizens. And that's where I think we have to be very vigilant on the issue of uh, saving these values, and to begin with democracy, which is very important. So we are at a moment where, in a way, Europe has to create a new narrative for itself. The whole focus on the economy and on trade is not, is not sufficient to guarantee this. And in a world that's changing rapidly, if Europe wants to maintain, I would say, it wants to, has to continue to define a role for itself in the world. Now, what can this role be? It can be, oh, it can play around the economy and so on. It will do that. But it has to also play, I would say, on these values that I mentioned. That's how it can continue to represent, I would say, a reference point for the people in the world. But to do that as well, you cannot do that on the back of the, of the citizens. So you have to bring them into the picture and you have to give them a role. And this is where I see a change really in the attitude that the institutions had in relation to, I would say, soft politics. I mean, uh, the role, and that's what the, the, the civil society plays, plays, of course, a role. They're doing it, they're realizing this, and I would say very much on the uh, environment side and, and uh, the whole issue of climate change. But we're seeing it also, uh, growing support giving to the issues of cultural and cultural heritage. Europa Nostra continues its mission to raise awareness of the value of cultural heritage. The leading part in realizing this mission is played by the younger generation. What role can youth play for the preservation and Europe's raising awareness of cultural heritage for tomorrow? One of the young heritage ambassadors, Jasna Popovic, secretary of the European Students' Association for Cultural Heritage and programs officer of European projects of Hispania Nostra, gives a straightforward answer. Hopefully a great role. I don't think that it's only for tomorrow, but also for today. We are very, very lucky to be able to collaborate with Europa Nostra, an amazing team of uh, other partners in the European Heritage Hub. We are one of two transversal hubs. So basically there is youth and music. So we are very happy to be able to contribute to the events and uh, work that our other partners are doing, both regionally and in the scope of uh, the whole continent but we are also trying to develop our own agenda in a sense of promoting young voices and young professionals in the sector of heritage and culture in general. So 
I think it is very important for developing of the sector. I think that uh, we are right now seeing also new professional careers. Uh, we are seeing young people interested in culture and more concretely in heritage actually making a living in the sector. And I think this is very important because it goes to show that we are investing in the future. So I think that the mix of young people that will be here and that are generally part of the hub and part of the sector is very interesting because they're, they're from different backgrounds but they all share the same idea and that is how to sustain, promote the sector, how to make cultural heritage not only sustainable but more visible in our today's society and also how to have it more accessible and approachable to maybe generations or groups of people who are not so interested in it and also give it a twist, have it like a different reading of something that is maybe already known but uh, approach it in a, some different way. So I think there is a, like a variety of possibilities that uh, young voices can, can contribute and bring to the table. Sixty years of Europa Nostra's activities have brought about an awakening of civil society and a number of outstanding projects based on the safeguarding, protection and awareness raising of cultural heritage. As a result of this empowerment, a wide variety of stakeholders have taken actions on cultural heritage and have assumed a shared responsibility for Europe's common heritage. Europa Nostra will continue its path in connecting people around ideas and building a better environment for our daily lives with the values of cultural heritage at its core. Sneska Kvetflich Mihailovich, Secretary General of Europa Nostra, sums up the direction of the organization now and for the years ahead. When it comes to civil society, on one side, we indeed have many, many organizations, the citizens, the communities, the whole engagement of people into the preservation of heritage. That's something in the last 30 years we can definitely see that we are switching from a more technical, expert-oriented uh, conservation of heritage to the approach, more holistic approach, also from, in terms of participation. But, of course, uh, we can't say that this is the case everywhere. Uh, there are some countries, uh, and in the Scandinavian countries, in the northern countries, and uh, there is a larger tradition of involving this. And now in the, in, in the southern countries, that there was sort of a stronger gap between, uh, and definitely eastern countries, Central and Eastern Europe, uh, there was a stronger gap between the state on one side and, and, and citizens and community on the other side. But also with the FARO Convention on, on the value of heritage for society, and the whole concept of involving the communities uh, was really uh, gaining ground. And so in the meantime, we really see also when you now in 2023, when we get uh, candidates for awards, for example, uh, of our awards, there is hardly any of the projects that are submitted that do not have a strong sort of 
citizen engagement, community engagement, participation element, educational element. So there is, I think now, definitely acceptance that in order for a project to really be a successful heritage project is the one on one side that is technically and from the expertise point of view high quality, but it's also involving involving people. challenges we of course have the the, the, the also the distractions incredible senseless destructions of heritage among other distractions in Ukraine so in times of war but also in terms of peace, heritage is in danger. And also, this is sort of one type of, uh, one type of danger. The other type of danger is the danger related to unsustainable development uh, projects. Um, there again, if there is no sufficient rule of law, where there is corruption, then uh, there is a lot of places, including now my native city, for example, Belgrade, you can see that there are construction projects that are definitely not heritage friendly, that definitely there are projects for the development of the city that do not understand that uh, really the right uh, uh, type of development is the heritage-led development. And uh, so we still have a lot to do, a lot of work, a lot of sort of sharing, sharing of knowledge on one side, promoting the best, and on the other side, fighting uh, against the negative tendencies and even uh, destruction of heritage in times of war, but also in times of peace. In this episode, we heard from Jimmy Jamar, Jasna Popovic, Andrew Potts, Natalia Musienko, Senada Demirovic Habibia, Lydia Karas, and Sneska Kvetvlich Mihailovic. Check your podcast app or wherever you get your podcast to see the show notes and all references to this episode as well as to the series. I'm John Beecham, and thanks for listening. This podcast was produced for Europa Nostra by Free Range Productions.